beam of light. Here she is, Andrea Kay. Good evening and welcome to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. You, you, you want to know what else I am? I'm actually sitting at home with the food poisoning, okay? So not exactly uh, my, got my usual pep in my step on what used to be my favorite day of the week, Mondays. But you know what? The show's got to go on, babies. Even though I'm not inside the studio on Facebook Live, at least I am live with you all from an underground bunker with my my boy Gator laying next to me in my jammies. Hey, the number's the same, too. 888-344-1170. Got lots of topics to get into with you guys tonight. We've got to talk about this mansion, BBB uh, hysteria going on with the left and Joe Manchin and the Build Back Better. There is breaking news with Trump and uh, these shots, as well as is updated information with that. And actually even breaking news coming out of the Supreme Court today, those topics and more. So glad to have you guys with me. I'm also glad to have this guy with me, whether he's in the room or not. It's DJ Potato Skins. Today, I'm proud to announce one of the most important deals in the history of U.S. industries. My administration has reached a historic agreement with a great American DJ Potato Skins. Thank you, Mr. President. Glad to be a part of the show. However, I wish you were making uh, wiser comments to the American public. Well, you're gonna. It might be time to start rethinking your intros and whether or not you're going to use any any lead-ins. Yeah, I've already thought that too. Yeah, um, we're going to get into that in in a little bit. I think I'm going to do the open on this mansion thing though, because that'll save a little bit more time. A little bit later on these shots, because in addition to some of Trump's comments, which have people just really scratching their heads, if not blowing their heads off, they're they're so angry. We've got other shot, uh, you know, stories to bring to you guys. So we're going to save that. I'm going to open with a, uh, what I think is a, a non-story. Um, bear with me a moment. Okay, so. A non-story. Typically, you open up uh, you open up a show right with like your your number one story of the day. What's a really hot story? Um, I think that uh, there's the Mansion story skins of Joe Mansion shooting down the Build Back Better is being overhyped. This is not a situation. In spite, yes, we see AOC using profanity on a morning talk show, saying his excuses for this are BS, and you've got Jen Psaki all talking tough and. Um, it, it makes it look like the left is trying to put Joe Manchin through a, you know, Mal, Mal's Red Guards struggle session. I don't think it's really that, okay? Because let's all remember who Joe Manchin really is. Does anybody think Joe Manchin is actually really standing up to the far left commie kooks in the Democrat Party? No, this is a charade going on against the citizens of West Virginia. Let's not forget that these it, it supposedly broke down with Joe Manchin saying no in the end after he's been behind closed doors negotiating on giving pretty much the Biden administration everything that they wanted. And in fact, Chuck Schumer is saying that he's actually going to take this to a vote. So I think we might have a little game being played on the West Virginia voters at this point, because we also need to remember Manchin voted for that infrastructure bill that had nothing to do with infrastructure. Manchin is happy to vote on and has said he's going to vote on centralizing our elections. If you're going to vote in any way to centralize our elections, that's literally trashing. The U.S. Constitution. You're not only a moderate. You're not not only not a moderate. You are you are clearly over in Bernie Sanders AOC territory for me. 
So this is clearly, in my opinion, a little game being played on the West Virginians because he knows that he's a far lefty, but his constituents aren't. So it's kind of like when the Republican Party tell us they're going to build a wall, right? You give us back the power. Look at what the Democrats are doing. And when you give us back the power, we're going to build that wall. We're going to seal the border. We're going to stop funding Planned Parenthood. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then you get they get reelected and they do something else, right? They just kind of do it behind the scenes. I think that's what's going on with Manchin. Anything you want to share on that, Skins? No, I mean, I, I just, I completely agree with you. I, I, I think that they have, you know, there's a lots of behind the scenes stuff that always happens. I think they already know, you know, what it's going to take in order to get Manchin on their side. And I think it's just trying to make it look like he's more opposition than he actually is. Exactly. It's a game. It's a game being played because I, I don't have time to get into the list of everything that he was prepared to give Biden in this, but it's, it's wow. I mean, and, and whether it's the infrastructure bill or whether it's this build back better, it, it's all about ex- expanding the power, centralizing the power of the U.S. government. It's, it's bloating entitlement programs. It's all about green energy boondoggles and open borders, and it will destroy us, and that's who he is. In fact, Manchin has said today, he said, look. Build the bill, build the bill back better, i.e. start over, and you got my vote. In fact, one of the things that he suggested was uh, in them starting over that they get rid of Trump's tax cuts. So, it, 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 you know, it's always so typical, Skins, when a story like this happens and you hear these Republicans immediately rushing to thank Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin, thank you for, for acting on our behalf. Thank you for being conservative. Thank you for, for being a moderate. Or thank you for using common sense when none of that is going on here. This man's a phony, okay? Um, you know, Bette Midler, though, I don't know if you heard about this, I guess over the weekend or today or something this morning when she heard that Manchin had come out and said no on this, that she called uh, she called his constituents uh, poor, illiterate, and strung out. Poor, illiterate, and strung out. That's what wow. she called West Virginia. Yeah, she later apologized. Because my first thought was, who is she calling poor and strung out? Is this like some kind of psychological projection? Because when was that? Is she not poor now? How could she not be poor herself? When was the last time this woman made a movie that made any money? I think we had eight track tapes at the time. I lost track of her years ago. Right. And as for literate, I mean, does anybody really think this woman has in search of lost time on her nightstand? Come on, come on. So she comes out later on and she apologizes, though, and says, oh, I, I just was seeing red. I'm so mad at Manchin, da, 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 da. I'm glad she said that because that's exactly how Hollywood, that's exactly how the elites in both both parties at the federal level, that's how the, the mouthpieces in the media see us. They see us as a bunch of little poor, illiterate, strung out peasants, right? They see us as little nothings. Just like Maxine Waters flying across the country without a mask and the United Airlines stewardesses are going around yelling at people to put their mask up between bites and yet sitting, letting her fly without a mask on. Let that sink in for a moment. For any of you out there that still think that there's anything at all that has anything to do with these mandates, that has anything to do with a virus, okay? This is all about power. And the airlines obviously know it. United knows it. I think United is one of the airlines, actually, that still has my friend Gina on a no-fly list because she was pro-Trump. 
on a no-fly list. Think about that. But Maxine Waters can sit there without a mask. We get her, We got to be stopped. We got to be thinking more critically. We can't be just jumping in like some of these Republicans and Pat Manchin on the back when he's playing games with the voters. We got to be pushing back against these corporations that are all in on these mandates on us when it's about furthering tyranny. We got to be pushing back because it's up to us. There's nobody in leadership that's going to save us. I'm proud to report that in addition to Walmart, Ralph's, everywhere everywhere I went in San Diego this weekend, everywhere I went in, in San Diego this weekend, I walked in without a mask and nobody said a word to me. Movie theaters and Starbucks also not checking. No. Well, I mean, when the law enforcement is telling you they're not going to enforce anything, well, I mean, what, what are people doing wearing masks? There's no enforcement of this. This is taking the temperature. Oh. And so on, uh, so on the plane with, with Maxine Waters, what happened was some of the passengers were like, nope, I ain't putting my mask back up till you go over and make her. And that's when she finally had her mask. Uh, she had to put her mask back on. Well, we better, we better be ready, Andrea, because according to Jen Psaki, gosh, I love this lady. Uh, there's going to be a stark warning of what winter is going to look like for Americans that, re- that choose to remain unvaccinated coming tomorrow. Yeah, that's the um, that's the official statement out of the White House that for the vaccinated, you're the smart people. Good for you. We're going to do everything we can to stop that Omicron so you can live your life. Meanwhile, um, I, I saw one doctor on the news today. I think it's, it's Pierre Corey, by the way. And he was saying that he has admitted three patients into the hospital with Omicron and all three were vaccinated. Uh, who's got Omicron? 73% of all new COVID cases in this country, 73% are Omicron. Who's getting Omicron? The jabbed. And Omicron, by the way, is still nothing more than a mild cold to most people. And the three people he admitted into the hospital were almost immediately reduced, uh, were um, uh, what's it called when they you get uh, released from the hospital? You know, you know, you know what's really sad, Andrea, is that statement that I just read from Jen Psaki. That sounds like a threat. Yeah, it is. And that's what they want, actually. To the unvaccinated out there, this is going to be a winter of severe illness, a winter of death, and with hospitals overflowing that you created. And ultimately, the, that think of the think of that. Think about the U.S. government attempting to shame. Americans and actually wanting you can tell that that's what they want is the deaths of the unvaccinated. Because if they can get if they right now, the problem that they've got is the case counts don't equal caskets. Right. That's the problem they've got with the Omicron. And the only people getting it are the shot are are the ones with the shots. Right. The vaccine spelled V-A-C-K-S-E-E-N. Those are the only people getting this. Right. Could be because uh, uh, most of the rest of us have probably had COVID. I know I have. Natural immunity, baby. Natural immunity. Right, 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 right. So they've got to try to hide this. They've got to try to shame the uh, the unvaccine, V-A-C-K-S-E-E-N, because, uh, you know, they're sitting here right now with a problem. And the problem is, as time has gone on. Uh, with 60% of Americans Americans gotten the shot and 40% haven't, that 40% is a big number. And the longer this goes on, without case counts equal, equaling caskets, there's no motivation. No, that number's See, not going to change. The truth is out now, right? I mean, we know the reality. I, you know what? Right? I, I have this discussion with, with family members all the time, Andrea, and we all agree, whether we're vaccinated or not, that the amount, that the number where it sits right now is going to sit at about the same. If you've got vaccinated, you've made your choice. And if not, you probably already made that decision a while ago. 
Yeah, I don't really uh, see. They were hoping that there was going to be a new variant that they could hype that was going to, oh, Fauci is saying, I'm seeing on a monitor here, masks on planes forever. Wow. Masks on planes wow. forever, except for Maxine Waters. Right. Oh, of course. This Rules was, for two, two different sets of people, Andrea. This was never about your health. The same people, like the heads of the health and human services here in California, were sitting in a restaurant shoulder to shoulder without masks when you couldn't even go into a restaurant with a mask on. There is not one person, not one person, including Trump, there I said it, who's pushing anything related to this for any reason other than their own political gain. On that, I'm going to take a break, and I'm going to get into some of Trump's comments that he made. Yeah, he's not on the other side. Not helping himself either. more Andrea K follow her on Facebook at Andrea K spelled K A Y E and connect with her on ourfreenation.org you're listening to somebody who tells it like it is Andrea K on the answer San Diego welcome back welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show I'm home in my jammies cuz I got the food poisoning today but you know what I'm feeling a little bit better just spending this time with you guys out there, and I just appreciate you so much. 888-344-1170 if you want to give us a buzz. I don't know if you guys heard about uh, – Trump uh, announced a while back he was going to be doing these um, tours, uh, arena tours. I-, I think he used to do it with somebody from Fox back in the day, and they were really funny. I don't remember who that was. Was it Adam Carolla, I think it was? Yes. Yeah, super funny. Um uh, I didn't actually go, but I mean, I've seen clips of him. And um, so he decided to do it. He announced a while back he was going to do it with Bill O'Reilly. And I thought, Bill O'Reilly, he ca- this cannot be to try to get reelected. Bill O'Reilly has not been on Fox News in, what, 10 years? It's been a long time. Five years. He's got a show now on the first. Nobody watches. He's in his 70s. Uh, you know, it's just he's not – he's not um, – of the moment. I mean, he's not current. He's not, he, he, you know, what Trump should be doing is he, he should be going around on a tour with Joe Rogan if he's going to go on a tour with anybody. But you know why he, he's on a tour with Bill O'Reilly? Because Bill O'Reilly was never a conservative. Bill O'Reilly was always establishment. Bill O'Reilly, Bill O'Reilly played a game on his viewers every night that he was just looking out for the folks. And you could see his inner liberal, his New York li- liberal every episode. Right. And I didn't like that choice. And sure enough, here he is on stage. Um, I don't have the clips for you guys. And and, and um, I, I saw this not long before we went live because I wasn't even sure if I was going to be able to do the show tonight. So we didn't have time to pull this audio for you. But honestly, I'm glad we're not going to play it because to hear Trump say and I've heard him say it before in, in different interviews and stuff, but not actually on a stage in which he's trying to rally the troops and get reelected. To hear him say that you're playing into their hands when you're doubting the vaccines, and that's a quote. That millions of people, millions of lives were saved, and that it's this is like the Spanish flu. And if it wasn't for these shots, that a hundred million people would have died. Wow. He, he he just doubled down that this was his success and he doesn't want to take ownership, Andrea. Well, yeah, that that's just a part of it, of what he did, exactly what he's trying to do. He's trying to go around and tout his successes 
by lying to people there, I said it. He went on to say, because there's no data, there's no data, this is even worse than Fauci. Not even Fauci has said 100 million people will die. Fauci walked into his office and said 20 million people will die. And then what did Trump do without asking a single question or asking to see the models of which those numbers are based? He went along with 14 days to flatten the curve. Everything that you have experienced in terms of tyranny of this government, whether it's at the local, state, or federal level, is because of that move. And two years later, we're still suffering from that. And he's going to come out and say 100 million people would have died when people dying right now are dying from these shots. And even if you don't believe, but even the shots aside, there's no data that supports 100 million people would have died. And to come out and say that, to try to push these shots, when 40% of American people don't want these shots, is not only moronic, it's not only untrue, it's really bad politics. You know, I hate to even say it, Andrea, but I, I mean, I think it's very clear. I know you think it's very clear. With messages like that, he's losing his base. Well, he's done. He's done. He he killed himself with that. If the, if he actually – he must not want to be running for re-election for him to say oh, that. There's no way. He, he went on to say – um, you know, you shouldn't. Uh, he he talked about um, w- look at what we did with therapeutics, and he only mentioned Regeneron. Regeneron anti monoclonal antibodies is a good thing to do, but that's not the most important thing we need to do. Because by the way, we wouldn't have had eight hundred thousand Americans die. First of all, we already know that only a percentage of those actually died with or from COVID. We know hospitals were were being paid to label anybody a COVID death, even even if they weren't. Um, we know from doctors, from actual scientists, not the Fauci's of the world who hasn't treated a patient, at least 80% of those people would have lived had they been given early treatments, therapeutics, of which Regeneron is not. Or do you think so, Trump's I mean, just not paying be. attention, Andrea? Or do you think he is so, like, he just, he has to take credit for, you know, these so-called vaccines that he just doesn't care? I think he is such a politician. I think he is so desperate to get back into the White House that he is refusing. I think his ego, I don't think he's, I don't think in general he's the kind of person that goes, yeah, you know what? I screwed up there. I can admit it. I made a mistake. Like DeSantis did. DeSantis said in Florida, I shouldn't have gone out with these lockdowns. I'm removing them. That's a leader. I don't think, I don't think Trump, I think Trump, um, and I also think more importantly than that, more than the ego thing is he's got bad advisors. I think he's still got the people around him like Bill O'Reilly as his media advisor, like the same people that told him to keep Fauci or telling him why he should now con- to now defend keeping Fauci, which he did. Well, I got news for him. If he continues on this path and I don't see it changing, you know, whether it's fortunate or unfortunate, it, it, we're going to be looking towards people like DeSantis for for the future because this that's not the way forward. Right. I mean, he went on to say, you know, as he's talking about therapeutics, he didn't say anything about early treatments. He didn't say anything. He spoke out. All he said, he didn't speak out at all about the tyranny. You were telling me during the break right now in Boston, they've said if you're if you haven't gotten the shot, you're not allowed to go inside any place, anytime, anywhere without the shot. That is it. Show me your papers kind of crap happening. We had people dragged out of an Applebee's into handcuffs in New York City. Right. We've got people being fired, unable to do their jobs. We have a purge of the military right now at a time in which we've got our enemies 
rattling their sabers on us. And the only thing he barely mentioned was, I mean, you know, we, we don't want these mandates, but be glad. Look at what you did. And that is such a manipulative way in which he tried to coerce the audience by trying to make it seem as though him wanting to pat himself on the back to claim a success was their success. I can't stand that kind of narcissistic, manipulative play. We don't want these it, mandates. Now, how about these mandates are communism? They are. And he did not speak out against it. He went on to say, you know, we saved millions of lives. You know, these shots should have taken anywhere from five to 12 years. We rolled them out in nine months. Right. And that's the problem. That's why we have kids dying. That's why we've got so many miscarriages and and stillbirths happening around the world. This is why we've got people dying because we are now the human guinea pigs. Why Trump? Does it normally take five to 12 years to bring a shot to market? Because you got to do testing and it needs to involve animals. And instead, we're the animals. We're like the rats. And I'm at, and, and I have been biting my tongue because I know that I've got so many diehard Trump supporters out there. But let me tell y'all, let me tell if you're new to the show or you haven't known me for very long, I do not advocate for party. I don't advocate for Paul, meaning politician. I advocate for this country. I advocate for ideas, and that is conservatism, which is based on freedom, liberty. I am on the side of our founders, and I don't care who's running for office. I don't care who's in office. I don't care who, who was in office before. I have no – I don't know you. You're not my – and even if I knew you, even if you were going to be showing up on my Christmas table, I'd be telling you to your face exactly what I'm saying right now. With all the tyranny going on in, in this nation, with this administration, Andrea, that should be the number one thing Trump is speaking out against. And he's not. He's not. No, he should be saying, if he was getting good advice, he would be saying Operation Warp Speed was not supposed to take a life. It was not supposed to be at the expense of lives. And I want everybody to, to give it careful consideration before they get these shots because it's about individual liberty and individual responsibility in this country. And if you're out there and you are in any position of leadership, whether you're at a city council, uh, county supervisors, mayor, governor, Congress, there should be not one person being forced to lose their job. There should not be one person turned away the door of a business. There should be not one business that's being forced to be the enforcement arm for uh, uh, today's modern Gestapo over these shots. This is not MAGA. This is not America first. This is taking us full on into communism. And if Trump's going to go on that direction uh, in order so he can pat himself out on the back or because, he, or because he believes in that, I think he actually believes in essential. He didn't have any problem with 14 days to flatten a curve. And if that's what he's about, Sia is right. And I didn't build my radio brand on MAGA. I didn't build my radio brand on Trump. I'm not dependent on it. So I can be honest. I can be honest with my listeners because you, you I'm not on, on the take. Andrea. I'm not on the take in any way. I'm not on the take. And I'm also on record going back before this 14-day business. I'm actually on the record before anybody. I think I'm the first person who even did that I know of that even did a segment on the Wuhan virus. I had Dr. Jane Orient on in January of 2020 because I'm like, what's this little virus going on in China? What's, what's this going on, Jane? Because I used to do flu segments every year, right? 
So I'm somebody that takes viruses and takes the, 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 the annual flu season and the deaths counts. I take it seriously and I've been studying it and I'm not, but here's the thing, Skins, you don't have to be a genius. You don't have to be smart. You don't have to, you don't have to have studied statistics and to be recognizing the faults in these models and stuff. Just common sense. Have, do we even see, do we even see NyQuil commercials anymore on TV? You know, it's funny that you mentioned that, Andrea. I don't think I've seen one in this uh, entire pandemic. Because they're trying to convince you that you should never catch a cold, that you're supposed to be able to go out of your house and be protected from any kind of virus that's out there, and the government's going to make that happen for you, and any other citizen better be all on board with the collective that 330 million of us are going to comply with whatever the government's going to try to do to us in the quest of that insane, communistic, utopian ideal. Either that or, hey, you got the sniffles? You better go get tested. You got the COVID. Exactly. We've got people, 73%, CDC themselves, 73% of cases right now are Omicron that are really a bad cold, right? And even that is mostly, uh, almost everybody getting it are, are the, the, those that have been shot, which uh, jabbed, which should tell you something right there, right? But think about the extent of what they've, what they've already accomplished when on, the, when on the basis of no reason for fear. They've got people waiting and lines around the block to be tested who clearly don't even have a symptom. One of the biggest hoaxes they, they got over on the American people was asymptomatic spread. Have you ever run to get a, uh, to get a flu test in December, Skins, when you didn't have a cold, when you didn't have a, a sniffle? Let's see. When I don't have a sniffle, I'm going about my day-to-day. I go about my day-to-day. No, you don't do that. That's insanity. Yeah, I go about my day-to-day. If I start to feel sick, like I feel like, okay, I've got a cold, I stay at home for a few days, I take my NyQuil, I drink my fluids, I got my tissues, I hunker down, I don't show up at work and try to, you know, and and infect anybody. And then when I'm well, self-care. This is the way we've always lived our lives. And in fact, you don't usually go to the doctor even when you get a head cold until it's at least been, I think, I think it's like two weeks because if it's not, because if it's viral, they're, all, all you're able to do is treat the symptoms, right? You're, you're not able to cure it. Yeah, most of so, the time you would go to the doctor. They would tell you if it's viral, exactly what you just said. Get your rest, take your fluids. You got to write it out. Yeah, you got to write it out. You do want to treat the symptoms because if you don't, in the case like COVID, which is a virus, if you don't treat the symptoms, then it can go into your chest, it can go into your lungs, and then you can end up with pneumonia. So one of the things that Trump failed to talk about today was when he's talking about Regeneron, he's he's just completely backed off the truth, the science behind the fact. I I, I saw this, uh, I mean, how many doctors, from Peter McCullough to, to Dr. Corey to all the doctors that got fired, I think I think there's like um, Dr. Richard Bartlett. I think the the declaration, the Barrington Declaration. I think that Dr. Richard Bartlett might have started. I think it's all these doctors that have come out against uh, the that are for early treatments. They're for ivermectin, budesonide, hydroxychloroquine, ZPAC. The combination, you know, depends on really your your own particular thing. There's something of like over eight hundred thousand doctors that have signed the Great Barrington Declaration. We don't have we don't have that many scientists across the United States of America. That many doctors. These are all doctors and scientists, and they have come out against Fauci, come out against the CDC. They are a- a- against making people wait until they're so sick that they've got to go into the emergency room, and then because hospitals are, are paid money 
to give remdesivir, which is blowing people's kidneys out and killing them, because hospitals are paid forty grand to put people on a vent, what do you think is going to happen? They get put on a vent and they get put on remdesivir. Trump's not advocating for the people. He's advocating for himself because he wants to be reelected. Uh, you know, and, and before yeah. I even heard yeah, this right audio. Now, could, he, I don't see that happening, Andrea. I don't. No, no. Wayne Allen Root did a great article. I may invite Wayne on because he's, he's got Trump's ear. And, um, you know, he did an article a few weeks ago saying Trump needs to not only come out against the mandates, he needs to come out against these shots because this, the, the science is clear. Ju- just this last week, Trump's coming out and saying this on the heels of J&J shot being pulled skins because uh, about 100 people have died from blood clots just recently. I mean, I, I, he doesn't have any credibility anymore with us. No, he really so unless doesn't. he does a 180 about face, he's got no chance. No. Um, what do you think the chances are when all these cases go to SCOTUS? It looks as though, oh, I need, you know what? I'm going to take a break. When we come back, um, I'm going to update you on what happened with uh, SCOTUS because I know you've been, you've been eyeballing uh, the Supreme Court and, and waiting for these cases to get there. We've got that to talk about and an interesting legal case out in New York and a couple more topics. So don't go away. Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K. Show. Connect with the show at OurFreeNation.org. You're listening to the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before the break, we were talking about Trump and his... Uh, History tour with Bill O'Reilly. I guess they were they were booed actually when they both uh, said that they were uh, triple vaccinated and, and gotten boosted. So um, yeah, um, you know that should it, the fact that they didn't expect that to happen because of course you never say anything when you're speaking that you you expect is going to get you booed um, tells me that Trump no longer has his finger on the pulse. When he came down the escalator, he was brilliant because he you know at, at his campaign was brilliant because he understood what was going on with the with the forgotten man and woman from an economic standpoint with the borders. And here, I mean, he's just I mean he it he he's he might as well be sitting there on the stage with Fauci. One of the other warning signs before we get into the Supreme Court story um, for me with Trump is that if if he's going to defend that he didn't fire Fauci, he's never going to do anything about the deep state. Fauci was just one of a long list of people that he needed to fire when he was president and he didn't. And if he and if he's still defending that he didn't fire Fauci, then he's going to continue to do the same thing next time, which is keep deep state unelected bureaucrats who are transforming us into a, into a communist nation. He's going to keep them in power. And so um, I'm not going to put anybody in power in the White House that has no clear, concise, expressed plan to route out the deep state. He needs to be prepared. The next president I vote for needs to be prepared to go in um, to, to, to leave empty chairs all across D.C. Scorched earth. Scorched earth. Got to have it. All right. So SCOTUS. So we've got um, – uh, Kavanaugh has come out and said that he needs the Biden administration to be prepared to answer uh, by December 3rd um, on all of these complaints. Uh, things like, I guess, you know, discovery, interrogatories and whatever, whatever the questions are, um, they, they, the Biden administration needs to be prepared to answer. And so that tells me they're going to take up these cases. You, Skins? 
Yeah, I agree. I um, I, I think I felt in my gut for a long time that they that they're go- no matter which way to decide. Even though I I think I I know which way they would. That that's it's ultimately it's 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 going to be heard because they know this is probably the greatest debate facing this nation right now, Andrea. I truly believe that. It is, and well, it's it, and it's because of what it represents. It's Just like versus the, communism, hands down. Yes, that's it. And we also know that um, once something gets rubber stamped, gets legislated from the Supreme Court, it's here to stay. Well, and that's why I'm hoping the Supreme Court is really watching the pushback by a lot of Americans because you and I talk about it just in the last couple couple of weeks. There's a lot more people that are – they're over it. They're done. Yeah. Uh, um, I, that's really why we need to be loud. We need to be pushing back. You know, we, there are millions of people that have been taken to the streets across Europe. We haven't been here. I haven't seen that here. We haven't seen that here. So if you're sitting on the Supreme Court and you're Kavanaugh and you're, and you're Amy Coney Barrett and even Gorsuch can be a little bit OG and Breyer for sure, um, how are they going to perceive us? Um, it's, it's, they're they're going to look to take the, take the easy position because you're dealing with brilliant people that can carve an argument for either side, right? They're that smart, right? They can, they can make an argument for either one. And uh, it seems to me that Coney Barrett and Kavanaugh and even Gorsuch at times, certainly Roberts with Obamacare, um, you know, they, when, when all else fails, they're, that, that post is riding up their hiney because they're sitting on the fence. They're going to fall to the easy side. Yeah, unfortunately, and, there's, there's very few of them on the Supreme Court that we can pretty much you know, say, hey, they're standing up for us. Well, and I don't know, and, and let's clarify because we're not saying that we want people to stand up for us. We want that what we want them to stand up for is liberty and the constitution and, and the constitution. And the constitution says that if there if it's not a power that's specifically enumerated in the constitution, it doesn't exist with it with the federal government. It's got to go back to the states. So the most I think we can hope for is that they they put the mandates back down to the states. Versus at the, uh, the OSHA level, and you look at with the, and getting back to Trump. I know it sounds like I'm bashing on him a lot, but this thing about Fauci, um, what look at what the CDC is doing, being run by unelected, you know, bureaucrats that are communists. Same thing with OSHA. OSHA is not supposed to be, be telling businesses that they've got to mandate their employees getting injected with substances. Who's running OSHA? You didn't elect anybody who's doing that. So what we've got is these communists. They get elected um, th- and, and giving the perception, getting back to perceptions with like Joe Manchin, giving people the perception that they're actually running things and that and that when they're on the campaign trail, they're making promises to you. The real people running the show are at the FBI, the DOJ, the CDC, the Department of Education, right? Department of Labor, all these unelected bureaucrats, the IRS, right? Where's Lois Lerner? Anybody know where she is? After she after she went out of her way to, to hurt financially all these Tea Party groups in order to squelch the outcome of an election, she didn't find she, she wasn't held accountable either. That's why um, I'm looking for somebody. I, I I I'm no longer going to vote again holding my nose. No, because then you have stuff like this, Andrea, that's coming out of New York. And I, I first I had I, I had to fact check make sure it was accurate. Uh, if you go to uh, Chuck Calesto's Twitter, there's a breaking report apparently happened over the weekend. Apparently, the New York legislation is set to vote on January 5th, providing for indefinite detention of the unvaccinated. 
Yeah, and I saw somebody respond to that. Oh, this is the same lawmaker that comes up with this kooky crap every year. Um, I haven't researched that lawmaker, but we know in one of the states, I think it was Kentucky, that that governor has has signed into law the ability to do that. Now, let's be clear. And we know that there was video that was taken down off of YouTube in Washington where it looked like there was a camp that was being constructed. We also know that... um, the National Guard was running ads to hire people for these positions. This is a slow creep. This isn't going to happen overnight. But I do actually believe what, whatever this law, New York lawmaker person is about, I believe that that is the foundation that they're laying here. Oh, sure. That's and, if and, and that's why we say push back. Because if you don't push back and stand up now, that is exactly where we're headed nationwide. And Trump isn't standing up for us. He's not. And, you know, and he's not going to, he's not going to, and whatever the motivation for that, it's not good enough. And so when it comes to 2024, um, I'm for DeSantis at this point. As of right now, 100%. Yeah, there, there's really nobody else. There's really nobody else in the running for me. Speaking of New York, real quick before we go for our, our last break, another court case came down today. There was a, a, a photographer who lost her case. Uh, she, I think it was the uh, Lions Defending Freedom might have been the organization representing her um, because uh, she was sued, I think. Um, no, she was the plaintiff. I don't remember whether she was plaintiff or defense. Um, she didn't want to have to take pictures for a gay wedding. And just like the baker. And um, her argument was that it it was forcing her to violate her religious beliefs because it's forcing her to participate in a ceremony, which it is, if you think about it. And the judge came back and said no, that uh, the the language in the Accommodations Act um, is not expressly, um, without trying to find legalese, the bottom line, what they said is, that um, these laws to where you have to, the, it's called accommodations, if it doesn't specifically say, we're writing this law because we hate you Christian people and we hate you religious people, if it doesn't expressly show animus, then you don't get to use your religion as a reason to not perform. Wow. Well, let me tell you, the Constitution, specific, what, so, so in other words, it's flipped. The Constitution says explicitly that there's nothing. You have the right to exercise your religion. Period. Unabridged. Period. Just like the Second Amendment. Now they've got it. Now they've got it saying that you don't have any religious freedom and you don't get to exercise it unless we find that some law out there was specifically written to hurt you. Pretty much this overriding is- the Constitution. Completely overriding the Constitution. And this is why when um, the baker went to the Supreme Court and he went there on the basis of creative grounds, not on the basis of religion's ground, I said then that was a mistake. Because the fact that he was designing a cake and it's his art and he shouldn't have to display his art somewhere is not the argument that we're, that, for which we have a problem skins we don't have a problem with artists being forced to hang a painting somewhere they don't want to hang what we've got is our religious freedoms being attacked across this country and christians being forced to participate just like now with the transgender thing that's what this movement's all about right it goes from you got to tolerate us to then you got to validate us then you've got to agree with us and now you got to participate it's tyranny that's what's going on here i'm going to take a break Get more from the Andrea K Show at OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K, Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. 
Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show from home here with a little food poisoning. But you know what? I think I'm getting better skins because there's a coconut cake over on my counter that I'm starting to think about. So I must be getting better. <laughs> when you got the cravings, you know you're doing a little bit. Yeah. Um, continuing on our theme of perceptions, and uh, as we, that, that's what we started with Manchin playing a game on his constituents. I was thinking about this Charlemagne the God, lowercase g. I hate that name. Charlemagne. Everybody's talking to a conservative about this heated exchange with Kamala Harris. It was not heated. Anytime we buy into that, we feed Okay, the falsehood. These people never get asked a tough question. Here's what happens. So Charlemagne goes to ask her, uh, who's really president? Is it Joe Biden or is it Joe Manchin? I mean, and then uh, Simone Sanders jumps in. I got to end the interview and then supposedly gets heated. If that's the toughest question she's ever going to get. That's the equivalent of asking Obama what combination plate he liked at a Mexican restaurant. Conservatives knock it off. This was not a tough question for her. And he even called her Madame or Madam Vice President. Or just you like know, when Biden was running, they asked him, what, 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 hey, Mr. President, what's your favorite ice cream? Exactly. This was not, oh, did you see that heated exchange today with Charlemagne and Kamala? That wasn't heated. That was nothing. But and so what we're doing when we feed into that with this nonsense is we, is that um, we enable them to be treated with kid gloves. We enable them to get to get a pass on uh, ask, being asked really tough questions. Right. So I just wanted to point that out. That bugged me today. We just we it's like the same thing as the re- Republicans. Oh, patting Manchin on the back tonight that he oh, what a great job he did and killing off the BBB. It's not dead. He didn't kill it off. He was he he was on board with ninety eight percent of it, and it, even one of his closest friends said it, it just got ugly in the end, and that's why he pulled the plug. Schumer knows he's going to get that thing to a vote, and it's going to be about ninety eight percent of what Biden wants, which is enough to kill off this country, and it will probably get voted in. That's what's going to happen, and then Manchin can look like a hero thanks to the Republicans to his constituents, right? Hundred percent. That's the game being played. That's the game being played. Um. Who we really need to be sympathetic for right now is Joe Biden's new dog. He's got a new goal. He's got a new uh, oh German Shepherd dog. I think his name is Soldier or Major or something. And that's that's who we really need to be thinking about. Because man, you you would want it. the last one. Didn't the last one run off or got so mistreated it started biting people? I guess if I was stuck with Biden as my master, I'd be biting people too. <laughs> Love you all. Thank you, Skin. See you tomorrow night. Peace out. And the message said, end of message.